Okay, hold up. Ready for it? Yeah. Welcome back to the Push and P podcast, starring Brett and Mahit. It's actually called Just Grow Up, but we're pushing P. That's the worst. That's that the worst one. So that's that's the worst one. That's the worst one. Push and P podcast. That's the worst one by far. I think. I think we need to rework that one. Yeah. Dude, I was on my push and pee vibe. Shout out to Gunna. <laughs> oh, I've been in school and I've been grinded it out, you know, pushing that pee. And now we're here and it's been like a hot minute since we sat down and enjoyed each other's companies. And I'm glad to be back with Mahit here. How you been, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Sp- splendid i'm doing splendidly you're doing splendidly yes. you're not really a gamer anymore you're just chilling on youtube that's what i said that's just a complete lie <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were serious i would believe it <laughs> i would have believed it nah i can say i can say the dumbest shit and people will just believe me sometimes yeah because you're just like all serious you know sometimes i just be saying shit for fun Dude, when are you going to start your coaching, man? Huh? Dude, you said, like, you said, would you do coaching on the side? And then I said, oh, what do you mean? And you did not respond to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like. Do you want me to coach you? <laughs> no, oh, that, but also, like, I had this vision where you're just coaching, like, people in League of Legends. I mean, I'd do it. I mean, Dude, it's free money because I know, like, I can, I know I can do it because I know, yeah, the, I know you more know the about game. the, I know more about the games than I'm, than my, uh, my skill shows for it at least. Yeah, see, like in NBA, right? You really think that the coach has better basketball skills? Nah, but you know the game. Yeah. So that's what matters. Yeah, but you know something to consider, and. I I've been I've been thinking and it's been a while since we really sat down and talked and this time I want to kind of go go far away from whatever I'm talking about with my career school everything like that that short of shenanigans you know yeah um and I've been doing lots of reflecting and came from that reflecting is that uh when i got the booster shot and when i was just like laying down in bed because i really didn't want to do my homework or procrastinating i watched this netflix musical like what is it called commentary or something uh tick tick boom i don't know if you heard of it no yeah, Tick Tick Boom is this. Uh, I think it's about Jonathan Larson, who is a he's a playwright or musical writer. He passed away tragically when he was pretty young, and um, he had this musical called Superbia that uh, he was trying to. He's been writing it for like eight years plus, but then the thing is, he's trying to get it onto Broadway, but he can't come up with the ideas to make it a broadway level musical right and so the whole story of tick tick boom is 
about his struggle writing it and dealing with stuff in the side, especially his girlfriend. And the main theme, though, is the feeling of like running out of time, right? Right. Because he referred to this guy as his mentor, inspiration, that wrote his first Broadway musical when he was 27. And given the time of this, uh, this period, he was 28 and he feels like he's once he turns 30 like that's it like for him he has he has to settle down he can't really go for his dreams anymore he has to sit down start a family and like get a real job and everything right he's he had to give up his passion so this musical that he's trying to write is his last opportunity and what i got from that I don't want to like say anything because if you're going to watch it, it's also a spoiler. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, really, it's the, the idea of time. And I kind of felt a little bit of empathy. I feel like I'm running out of time, too. Now that everybody that I see is, you know, out there doing their passion and so happy on social media and they're they're going out and traveling the world and they're they're um what is it like just enjoying life with their friends that sort of thing is what i want to be doing like every single day and that's enjoying moments where i feel like it doesn't have to be working towards something so not everything has to be working towards being successful, but just being in the moment is really what I value. So another thing is would be uh, like last night I was with my boys, you know, we just we just had, you know, fun just talking around the dinner table. And, you know, even though you might say it's like not productive or anything, I really enjoyed those moments. But in yeah. the back of my head, I'm like always thinking, like, I should be doing something right now, you know? Like, I should be working on my school. I should be starting, like, all this business stuff. But then this is the this is the big thing, though. When I was really having this reflection period, like, I think the following day, I really have this connection with people where I love talking about their stories and what they're doing in their life and you know how they see things in different perspectives and it made me think that I want to write about how I feel too and give my own perspective on life and you know how I can make people happier and share more moments with people like I want to I want to share a connection and I feel like I can do that through writing as well. So I want to make books, not just because it's going to make me money, but it's just to share a story with people. All right. And really, I, uh, I actually, I actually cried during Tick, Tick, Boom. Because it was like, there was this really sad part. But I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Okay. 
<laughs> and um yeah i i don't know how long that i have to think about like what i need to do in life in order for me to be successful and then what is going to make me happy you know i feel like it's so hard to combine those things. Yeah. Right. So this is where I'm stuck at is that, um, I don't really get to talk about things like this due to the fact that I'm always thinking of how I'm going to make money or, or build successful, you know, financial, I don't know, like achieve my financial goals. So when you like sit back and you really reflect on living in the moment with your friends and with your family, then you get to see what you're truly passionate about. And that's like sharing a story and sharing a feeling with people. So I don't know if you feel the same way, but that that's kind of where I'm trying to, I'm trying to find out how I can really implement this in my life like what do i need to do do i need to go travel the world and meet new people do i need to you know write stories and share them with people or do i just need to like just talk you know so you wanna you wanna be able to balance your work and your your like uh passions at the same time or you just want them to be the same thing uh i i i don't think it's can, it can be the same thing so you know how like balance them yeah because you know what happens with youtubers a lot like i don't know if this is this is something i see or something that's common is that youtubers they made it before because they just want to have fun and now it becomes a job to them right yeah so that that sort of thing is like very common when it comes to like your passion because people think like oh since I love it so much and since I have this drive and passion, I can make money out of it, right? Yep. And there's this magic that just disappears from that initial passion you have, not thinking about, like, where can I go from this? But I'm doing this because I love doing this right now, not because I'm thinking ahead. Do, Do you see? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? I mean, eventually, if you do stuff for money, it's going to eventually turn into work that you're not going to like doing all of it. Yeah. I mean, you just got to enjoy the parts you enjoy. But eventually, if you do do something for money, it's not going to be fun all the time. Right? Because imagine one day you just don't make money off of it. And then you're going to be like, oh. And then you're so happy about the paycheck that comes with the passion. And the moment that you get no paycheck with it, you're just like, oh, it's not as fun as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think, you know, the, you talking about like the story thing where you want to yeah. write stories and stuff. That's a similar thing to me. I've always wanted to do that as well. Actually, when I was a kid, whenever you got to ask like, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I always wrote like author. Cause I didn't know what else to write, but I'm like writing yeah. a book would be cool. <laughs> right. You no. Know, and then your YouTube thing, right? Yeah. 
and I would uh, I still want to write a book eventually but not like in not like uh what do you call it how you know like you see like a an influencer with like a book and it's just like about them or something not like that yeah. I want to write some like story that has you know like you know something that you, you know you'd study in like school you know it's like what's the meaning behind this shit like I I like that shit I never like doing it in school because uh I, would, I would, it was, since it was work I guess I didn't like it <laughs> but I like the concept of things having deeper meaning and stuff you know I mean, yeah. when I listen to music, I like music with, not all the time, but you know, a majority of the time, I like it when it has something more um, than just the the sound or the words, right? And um, I always want to write a book that was like kind of like a like a fictional story, but you know, there's deeper meaning behind it, all right. So in that sense, I would want to do something similar to you. I don't know what kind of stories you would like to write or create in whatever medium, but I, you know, I share that passion with you, I guess. Mm. And the thing with me is I can only really write about my own experiences because that's what I truly feel connection with. But I know some authors, they would literally, like, strip away their their prior beliefs. They would immerse themselves in different cultures and then write about that experience. Yeah. But then, I mean, I can try to do that. But for now, I feel like I like writing about you know how i'm journeying through life right right like a self narrative that seems like a powerful story to share because you never know people can feel the same way some people might not and then they were just gonna probably put the book down right right but what I'm saying is, you know, th- there are going to be a couple people that maybe feel the same way. Um, now, all I'm trying to do is just keep doing like little bursts of brainstorms. Like I had this Google Docs and it has like every time I'm stuck or I feel like I'm paralyzed for not doing anything like i'm stressed i get so stressed that i'm paralyzed i like write i write my uh i write my feelings away on this like document and then hopefully like that document if it gets organized i can turn that into like a more clear cut piece that i can share to people right right because those are true raw emotions that I have, but it's not coherent to other people. Like people won't truly understand like how I feel every single time I write down on that brainstorm page. It's it, it needs to be like a little bit more polished, and I need to be a little bit more disciplined to share it with people. Because 
if you can't really get your thoughts across and nobody can understand it, then you know what's the point, right? I, I want I want to move people. Yeah. Um. Did. What are like the stuff that you usually write about? Like, is it just experiences you had, or, uh, or do you go more into the, into the feelings part of it? It's the feeling. There are some events that trigger those feelings, so if I were to start off like a little, like burst or like prose or whatever, it'll be the event that triggered it. Right, that'd be like yeah. the introduction, and then next thing you know, it'll be talking about how I'm kind of getting caved in with two walls while I'm sitting on my desk, right, trying to do my work, and then it really feels like I'm in a in a box, right, and then I'm trying to you know one focus on what the task is but at the same time like i know there's something out there if i break away from that box so now i'm in this like struggle of oh do i need to if i keep staying inside this box then i'll eventually get my work done right but i know outside the box there's so much more to life and that's like that that little piece right there that's like talking about my passion to be with people is outside the box right and then like being inside the box is work life uh financial success right yeah so that that's that's one example of a piece that like I would write and then another one would be like my dad telling me a story about the marketplace in his home his uh, hometown in the philippines and then how like he was there and how he made money but where did that money go and then how did it affect him you know even though he made pennies pennies he still had this like joy of selling to people and making connections and he was he had nothing but he had happiness right but then when he went to like canada yes you have a better house better living conditions right but to maintain that he would like for example it would be like a marketplace right in canada instead and then he would feel like oh he's not happy selling anymore because the people are different you know so in that piece it's talking more about how um in such a efficient and first world country people keep to themselves and never really connect but when you go back to the philippines where you have like nothing right even though you're making you know pennies for what you sell you just buy like a piece of bread with that money you make hmm. you still go go home in the end of the day happy right happy with an empty stomach so that 
you know what what do you value more you know to feed yourself or you know you're mentally like you're mentally good like happy you know i don't know how to describe it but yeah like like those are examples of story that um i hope that if i can polish and really revamp i can put that out there and just make people like think and then talk about it in a like philosophical way like in a dinner table and you know how you like go into the backyard and just like sit down with your boys or like whoever you're with and just talk about life yeah. like those are the type of stories that i want to like put out you know and just make people think you feel i, I mean yeah that would be really interesting i think yeah i mean especially if you do it in um I mean, I think people have done this before. I mean, I can't think of any examples, but like a book that just has multiple stories in it, right? Yeah. I think it would work if you really wanted to. Yeah. The thing I is, mean, like, it would be easier to do it over time as well. Yeah. I'm not special, man. Everybody had this idea before. I remember in like the athletic banquet in our school, uh, there's this speech that gave, like, some speaker gave, and he's just like, yo, man. Like to all of the athletes, you guys are not special. Remember that y- y'all are not special. It's not. It sounds depressing, but it's like the truth. Everybody beforehand that you thought like you were you were gonna do something great, and you're gonna say like, oh, I'm gonna practice every single day and I'm gonna get good. Like everybody has thought of that before, so you're not special at all, right? So you have to hope to find value in what you are doing not because you want to um, do something that nobody else has done, right? You have to find that value yourself. And with creating stories, I just want to be authentic. I just want to be authentic and and that's it, you know? I mean, yeah, true to I mean, it'll be yeah. easy for you. I mean, God, if you want to do that, then you can do it, I believe. Yeah. But, you know, I was thinking that, you know, while you were talking about that, I'm like, uh, in the case of me also wanting to do something similar, but, you know, in a different fashion, more so in the fictional space, right? Yeah. Um, you know, when I was, uh, when I was younger, my, like, one of my cousins, I forgot how old he was at the time, but he wrote like a short story and it got like published in a book. Like he did it for a class and it got published in like some book. What? Don't know where or what it's called. Nobody knows what it's called, but we remember it happening. Right? It was very big at the time. My cousin yeah. would talk about it all the time, but we completely forgot the name of the book. But I remember what the short story was about. and It was like really cool when I heard it the first time. But um, I don't remember exactly how he worded it, but... I remember it being very profound after I read it because it was like the thoughts that a person like has like I'm like he was like really into like Call of Duty and stuff and the army and stuff like that he always would tell me he would want to join the army and stuff not clearly not anymore but um he he like uh, wrote a story about what a soldier thinks like 10 seconds before being shot or something right I'm like, damn, that's like... That's that's actually pretty I profound. forgot how old he was, but that was really deep, right? I'm like, that's cool. When he was a kid? <laughs> when 
must have been like 13 or something no way that a 13 year old kid that's i mean yeah i mean he's really smart um where is he now by the way side note i don't really i don't really know what he's doing but he's i don't know if he's in school but he's not like academically like he's kind of like me like i mean we could do good in school but like we don't really like school and stuff and we don't really know where we're going we're kind of in the same spot in that matter i guess um but yeah he wasn't particularly smart in school like he did he i imagine he failed a couple classes i mean he ended up graduating so it's okay but um i always knew he was pretty smart outside of school right just because of i mean it was very obvious and uh yeah but i don't i don't know where he is right now Mm. but that story was really cool to me i'm like i always ever since then i always liked stuff like that i'm like if i had to write a story it would have to be something where on the like if you look at it the first time it'll be like oh it's just like a story about uh, some guy getting shot and he's like thinking about stuff but if you read into it more and think about it more then it's a lot bigger than that and uh you mentioned something what was like the first uh example you gave of the of like what you wrote oh it's the wall and oh yeah I'm, i was thinking like that could be a really interesting even like a fictional story where it's like you could write about a guy like you know something similar to like solitary confinement but in reality he's not really in solitary it's more like yeah. he's in his head you know something like that like stories like that or what like that i think are really cool and that i would like mm-hmm. to write about because i feel like that can drive uh a concept home much better than just like a personal story i guess because when people I-, I feel like when people read something that is um like 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 if you m- made a story about how somebody was in solitary confinement, but they weren't really. It was just more low. They were all just inside of their head, or maybe their cell was just their mind or something. You know, something deep like that. I feel like people would really like get something out of that rather than a personal story. I guess. Mm. So you know, that's just a thought, an idea. You might be able to work with it. Yeah. I mean, it could be even about yourself, right? Um. Where you're that person. Like you can say that you were in solitary confinement or yeah, yeah. something else like prison or whatever. I don't know why. Th- those are the two things that come to mind when I think of that. Because I imagine that's what it feels like sometimes when your mind's getting caved and you're like, you feel stuck in one spot and there's too much shit going on and you just feel like you can't do much, right? Yeah. I think film is also such a good platform to just convey that sort of emotion to i i love watching movies that are very dramatic and just any way to express art yeah is good and you know <laughs> you know nfts yeah it's literally yeah, a lot of NFTs. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, if you know the true meaning of the phrase to pimp a butterfly, that that's that's it right there. 
Like right. NFTs is to pimp a butterfly. Like for Kendrick Kendrick Lamar's album. Literally. It's to, you know, make something that's like beautiful, right? Like a butterfly, right? Yep. And to pimp it is just like to capitalize on it, right? And you kind of, you know, degrade it at the same time. Yeah. Like there's no there's no longer value in the piece itself and the appreciation it's what's the the effects that come after it like the money see with nfts before it was trying artists trying to make a living like trying to make a living out of their passions because they're you know they're desperate like the the art industry is just like it's like you can't make money out of it right that's fucked like in reality it's easier now yeah it's easier uh, now come video games and shows and stuff yeah before if you wanted to do a fine arts degree and just paint for the rest of your life then people will think of you like what the hell are you trying to do with your life man like you're wasting all these like dollars yeah and now with nfts you know i'm like it's great i love people taking control and trying to find you know a way to make money but you know by that same token you are also trying to just throw something out there with no passion at all and then hoping that it sticks so that you can capitalize on it and exploit you know people who actually like you know care about that stuff for for like the art right but. I mean, that's, like, a problem with modern... That was always a problem, even before all the crypto shit. Yeah. Because of modern art. I mean, I mean, when you see, like, a painting or something that's literally just, like, a blob of red and blue, I mean, most people just think, why would anyone pay for it? But it's less about the piece and more about the value, right? Yes. It's just to flex your money in an auction. Yeah. Isn't that it? Right? I think so. That's what it feels like, at least. I don't really know a lot but i think that's a big part where it's like more about the value of the piece itself and less about the uh, less about the art itself yeah it's nothing new right it's nothing new we've been doing this for like years like that's that thing you just described is like yeah we've been doing it but uh, huh see there's a lot of things to think about and um if I were to end it off, like, I hope, you know, I don't even hope, like, I know one day that I can connect more with people and just keep sharing and trading stories with each other and just having a conversation like that, whether it be, like, face-to-face or through a book or through a piece of art or through like my movies my videos yeah that's the sort of thing that like i will value in the present and and hopefully like the whole idea of making money doesn't destroy that completely but um see i do believe that there's there is a balance of a you know professional professional life where you you really gotta find a way to sustain yourself and there's this other balance where you know 
you need to find a way to be happy and really connect and live with the present in these moments because that's uh that's life right yeah yeah okay yeah